Are you sports gambling at all today for the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I've got 20 on Greg. So <laughs> if I could just. If you see someone who's obviously named Greg in the crowd, you get 20 bucks every time. Yeah, my parlay is 50 and then my over under is 12. But if Greg bleeds out in the seventh, I could get an extra uh, <laughs> get an extra thin mint from Grampy. So. We um we had bros over last night to watch UFC. It was we had a huge bro down. We had buffalo wings. It's so smoking funny. blunts and are you a UFC boost. person? I go back and forth. I don't actively watch it, but like I get what's happening when it's doing it and I get excited. I like watching the heavyweights because they're usually curvy and they just fucking yeah. stomp each other's heads. It's awesome. Yeah. I, you strike me as someone who just likes a good hang and some violence yeah. with the bros. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not into the technical wrestling nonsense. I want to yeah. see like two dudes who clearly fucking rode in on a on an elephant and just stomp the shit out of each other. And then, sure. you know, they hug afterwards and are nice. Yeah, I feel like you went from being in an apartment with a bunch of people maybe you weren't getting along with to a group of people who just pull out your most base instincts and they're like, mm. you want to have some meat and watch some blood spill? And you're yeah. like, yeah, I yes, please. Like that. what I like I is that they don't that. clean up the ring between the fights, right? There's like a bunch of undercard fights and then the big title fight. And so yeah. as the like the night goes on, the ring is just covered in blood. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't expect that. I was like, I don't know. I thought they'd mop up or something before they had other events. Isn't there like, you know, disease concerns? Yeah, they're probably all clean. You know, they test daily for everything except for most of the things. So it's probably fine. It doesn't matter. Dana White, after the match, after like the entire event, Dana White just goes and just licks up the entire mat himself. Yeah, and that's how uh, he stays all fours in power. <laughs> yeah. Him and Joe Rogan just cleaning it. Together. It is hilarious how if a man likes violence, he will be bald. <laughs> there's just if a white guy loves punching he's gonna be bald as soon as he hits 40. that's really funny yeah <laughs> did they pan to the crowd and it's just a sea of bald dudes with beards <laughs> like what the hell is this they're like the blood sport demands sacrifice hand me your follicles <laughs> and every mid-30s white dude is just like here take uh, this ass. feasting on a carcass the ref, one see... of the refs was like he had a walrus mustache that was braided and Hate then it. tucked down into his shirt and it Can't was like he it. looked like everyone's dad i loved it so much <laughs> i just no he does not look like everyone's dad he looks like a lord of the rings character how yeah, dare you yeah oh, that's like a crazy. giant dwarf like a man-sized dwarf it was fucking he looks cool. like everyone's dad if my dad looked like that you know he would he would still be out of my life probably i wish so. he was my dad like would you please yeah like, i'm sending him a letter like hey walrus dad <laughs> raise me oh god damn it ben what the hell can we just have one episode sorry about that i was just talking about walrus dad didn't you just cut that part out <laughs> instead of no <laughs> no i just apologize now instead of doing extra work <laughs> that's uh, so ben, funny. <laughs> apologize for your internet uh, <laughs> uh, I apologize. Sometimes my internet drops out when we're having boring conversations. Oh, I didn't think it was boring. I just hey, you're half of the conversation, it. buddy. You yeah, I'm the non-boring half of it. <laughs> no, I um, I we're just gonna sit here. So, I mean, to pull the curtain back, uh, we are recording on Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, I was bum, worried bum, that we're bum. gonna have to maybe push the podcast up or something because I know that you and the bros like to bro out and get some meats and scream yeah. at the TV or whatever. Plans. Yeah, I do yeah. 
but usually like no no no, we don't have to push this back that we're that's totally timing should be perfect as long as the internet doesn't fuck it all up and i yeah show up on time finally so when we were recording 4 p.m we're gonna record and (laughs) i get it you know like 3 50 i get a little text like hey i'm gonna be a little late i'm like oh no problem it's probably getting meats for later tonight or something and he hops back on and he goes yeah, I was just finishing up the book of Boba Fett, which I think is such a funny thing. I wish you would have lied to me. Honestly, I wish you'd have been like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was, you know, just writing in my journal. I was doing some push ups. No. I was I uh, like UFC, it. I Lord of the Rings. I multifaceted. Ooh, you're multifaceted. Did you see that? the So Amazon's making Lord of the Rings show. Yeah. And they uh, posted a picture of a dwarven princess in the lord of the rings community online has just lost their shit because she doesn't have a beard oh that's funny because <laughs> there's like that's like there's like a line in the movies there's a line in the movies where he's like dwarven women have beards and they're cool and so yeah. everyone's like now they have to have fucking beards <laughs> i actually like that i because yeah. you know that's the same community that's like no all the orcs should be black because that's what they are in the in in the books like it was like Oh, there's no. Remember we talked. I think we've talked about this on the podcast. Princess, by the way, is a black lady. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, then. Okay. Well, put a beard on her. Everyone's mad. I think. I feel like they're extra mad that she doesn't have a beard now. That's probably right. Look, (laughs) we can see all of her skin. Cover it up. (laughs) Look, if she's got to be black, that she has to have a beard. But uh, I feel like that franchise has like low key, maybe not low key, mid key uh, kind of racist fan base. That, but not in their mind, but like. They'll be like, it must be exactly as in the scrolls foretold yes. by J.R.R. Tolkien. And you're like, or I don't know, we could just cast however the fuck we want and figure it out. Oh, their eyes are purple. We can do that in post. Don't even yeah. worry about it. It's fine. Like, you know, I could understand it if Tolkien himself was making like, OK, he wrote these and he probably in his head was imagining a lot of white people because he lived in Europe at the time and was seeing a lot of white people. But also sure. those are books. So they could have been whatever color you wanted them to be right right it's only mm-hmm. like when we started making them into movies they were like all right the orcs are all darker and the people are white and the elves are the perfect whitest people <laughs> of all <laughs> oh you know you know the tolkien song perfect yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm the casting manager i'm having my fun yeah you know so we'll see i just found out that robert de niro is opening uh like a production studio whatever uh seven story studio in my neighborhood so really wow that's pretty terrifying i don't know what that means for us i don't know if it means more traffic less traffic people moving in they shoot a lot of stuff over here so like uh, that's fine but you get a little nervous when old robbie de niro's in your backyard you know what if he steals my gal netflix has just opened or is opening one too nearby should we start our own production studio yeah i do yeah yep Ben Bird Productions. Yeah, baby. We can make mm-hmm. some high class feet vids. You know? Burn your feet vids. Burn your feet vids. <laughs> um, oh. real quick, I will say, you know, last our last episode, the Nestle episode, I feel like blew a lot of minds. I feel like we really let people know that uh 
Nestle was behind some of the greatest evils in the world <laughs> and some of the best things. So, you know, the one thing common, uh, we won't spoil too much of this week and last week was just the it took zero time to find just a massive list of atrocities. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. It's just right up there. It's actually, you would just, we just went to the Nestle like company page and like, here's all the bad shit about us. That's really all we had. To do. We didn't know what to Google. And you're drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking hilarious. cheap Nestle water now. Yeah, and it, that's what's so hard. Um, it's the Walmart thing where you're like, I know this shit's evil, but also it's a third of the price of everything around me, and I'm scrapped for cash, so we're doing it. Right. I've heard this regurgitated plenty of times, but like when you live in a capitalist society, it's hard. To, you can't be ethical anyway, so it doesn't like you can try to make better choices, but like you're still gonna be contributing to the machine that's destroying. My move has been I bring a reusable bottle to work. And maybe one day a week, I run out of water in that bottle before I'm done with work. So I'll buy like a cheap bottle mm-hmm. because I don't believe like all the other. I don't know. Just I don't know if there's like a great water brand that's commonly available in all the stores here. Yeah, I don't have that answer for it. you. I, I <laughs> that seems like it would take work to find out, and that's yeah. not a thing that I'm really into right now. I'm, I'm evil because of I'm lazy. Yeah, that's one of the big reasons okay that's okay it's okay to be a little bit evil yes i'm too i'm never going to go to the rainforest and i'm too stupid to understand how air circulates around the world and we get a lot of benefits from having a rainforest so i'm all right with it being burned to the ground i'm never gonna go to the rainforest it's such a fun like i would love to hear that in passing like well i'm never gonna go to the rainforest anyway (laughs) that'd be really fun it's like when uh, covid first started and they had all those florida spring breakers being like i'm young and hot i don't think it's gonna affect me how many of those do you think any of those people died i remember like some of those videos now and like those kids were wild do you think any of them died i bet at least i bet some of them died from partying but i definitely know like i'm sure they spread some shit to their family sure just some bad vibes yeah (laughs) (laughs) bad vibes like yo uncle greg we tried to get you to butt chug but like he said his respiratory system was fucked up. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's Come on, weird. take out that colostomy bag and party with us. Uh, Let's do it. Did you ever go on spring break? I feel like I'm. <laughs> yeah, it made you really sad and you blocked it out of your head. I didn't go to like a spring break event, but okay. one spring break while I was in college, I went yeah. to visit my friends in Nevada who were staying because yeah. one of them was like in the Navy. So it was a shitty town in Nevada and we were yeah. doing drugs that you can't screen for. So there were weird drugs. You're right. You I robo tripped on spring break. <laughs> yeah. In the in off brand Nevada town. Yeah. Not Still even plenty Las of Vegas. casinos, you know? Okay. Like my town has more churches than anything else. Okay. It has like one stoplight. It's like a tiny ass town, no hospital, no like, you know, volunteer fire department, whatever. And yeah, sure. we still have like eight churches for some fucking reason. Well, it and seems Nevada, like you're going to need it. So They yeah. had uh, the same, but it was just casinos. They had like a bunch of local <laughs> casinos. Wasn't there, didn't you pass out on the couch or something or like get laid on the couch or ruin someone's sexual experience on the couch? No, I, uh, I cranked off on their couch <laughs> and my, my buddy came home from work in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> so i was right i was mostly right you mm. ruined someone else's day and you were getting hey hit, so. let's be fair i ruined my own day also <laughs> that was humiliating sure not on, my proudest sure moment, on. but also not my least proudest moment shirt on shirt, shirt on i have a split okay. anytime i do anything sexual i put on extra layers up top <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> they're like, Albert, what are you doing? Like, it's uh, it's for traction. You're gonna this want is this. My sex fine. sweater. <laughs> totally fine. I did wear uh, a crushed velvet sweatsuit for the fights last night. Just to help. <sighs> I just. I think I like you on this podcast, and that's it. That's what I've decided. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's because you're high strung. You're not loose and fun. Yeah, now you sound like one of your roommates. Mm-hmm. I, you sound like Jeff mm-hmm. Sheen, who would always say that. He's such a such a curmudgeon. You're yeah. such a curmudgeon. Hey, it's man, like, if a lot of people are saying that to you. Not a lot of people. Just one person I don't respect. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Don't tell him this, but I don't respect him either. It's hard to. His throat is so small. He can't. It's hilariously small. It's so wow. funny. Jeff Sheen, friend of Albert, definitely not of me. Uh, Check out his new say, album, Jeff. Does does have a new album, Jeff? He's unfortunately a funny comedian. It's um, very unfortunate for everyone, but just <laughs> bad hang. Generally speaking, <laughs> that's what he says about you yeah well <laughs> that's cool you guys are actually in love with each other and it's exhausting to be caught in the middle of this torrid affair yeah no it's funny it's like we usually have a fine time together but we just yeah. you know it just can't start nor i he's just one of those people where it's just like it can't seem to be like hey man what's going on it's always got to be like oh look at this hat you're wearing like you know someone's always got to <laughs> say something yeah you just gotta smack Quickly. them you gotta smack them immediately and then it gets back to normal let them I don't know to smack i don't want to smack to start i want to start in a good place okay mm. he's not a fucking old lawnmower he should just go it should be fine <laughs> it's not a big deal he's a new lawnmower he's a new lawnmower and it's <laughs> not a big deal do you uh but you've had a good week everything's okay you're doing all right I feel i'm like having an incredible in month absolutely you've wonderful been doing Life some shows good. you're happy working. working happy living a little life maybe smooched a little i don't know can't yeah. talk about it classic yeah here we go no we're talking about it come on going well get on the uh, pod comedian nope oh well then who can't why can't oh listener of the pod yes she really me her You're lying. love affair yeah i'm lying <laughs> i want to be able to talk about this without having to reveal other people's information you know some people like having control over their narrative and don't like it having ripped up in front of them to the public eye you know like pamela anderson hmm. can't say i've heard of her but that's an interesting person that's who you made out with that's awesome yeah she's got a great podcast seems fun um yeah here's the thing man i uh yeah they're not a comedian they don't listen to the pod you're not really giving anything up to say you smooch that's okay i'll tell you what i did this weekend i've been listening to a lot more like uh you know the deftones you know that then kind of yeah okay so i've been like very much listening to them this month not this month, this week. And uh, they're kind of like new metal. They came out a little, actually like the 80s, but like a little bit before new metal hit and then like became big and new metal, but still are like putting out good albums. I think new I can metal, figure like, out. like trapped in Linkin Park? Record it. Let's go. It's recording, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah, forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to quit uh, at the, I'm going to cut at the, well. Before I say what shows I'm doing or whatever, we can cut. Yeah, yeah. Fine. And then to Deftones. So yeah, this this uh, this week I've been listening to the Deftones a lot, which uh, you they're they're they started out kind of in the new metal era era. So like yeah, Lincoln Park, whatever, but like a little before like Corn and Limp yeah, Bizkit yeah, yeah, and yeah. like all that shit. Does POD count? Unfortunately, I would say are they yes, Christian they new metal, count. right? They are Christian new metal, and uh, you know. <laughs> 
I always I had a so like uh for Rage Against the Machine, Zach De La Roca Rocha had uh dreads and shit, and it was like I was like, this is awesome. Like, I love seeing a brown dude who like looks not like me at all, but like, you know, we're both we're bros. Come on. <laughs> and POD had that same energy, just like um just image wise, like I think it was a bunch of dudes with dreads and stuff. And you're like, yeah. let's see what the, this is probably going to be a lot like Rage because I'm an idiot. Like this is probably going to be a lot like Rage Against the Machine. And then it's literally uh, like, I feel so alive. And you're like, what is this? What do you mean yeah, you feel alive? Yeah. We're not mad at our parents. I thought we were all mad at our parents and we were going to take a butter knife the wrong way mm-hmm. to our ankles or whatever kids were doing back then, you know? But yeah. Um, that's like I've been listening so heavily and I've been they have like 30 years worth of material, right? Worth of music and shit. And I have gone through it and there is so there aren't a lot of bad albums, much less bad songs from this band. And it blows my mind because they should not still exist in the way they exist. And if they do, they should be absolute horseshit okay <laughs> they should be one of the worst bands you've ever heard because they've been around for too long i don't love okay? the idea of listening to them getting furious at how much you love it it's fucking crazy <laughs> because i like you know i like i like me a little metal you know but i also like me some harmonies i like when people mm. sing their little souls out put it on wax and let me lap it up like the sick little puppy i am okay i really love the agony scene Plus, it's some metal I get. That shit is okay. fucking sick. But okay. visually, they're awesome because they look like emo guys if they were huge, right? Emo oh, clothing. Wait, how do you mean? Lux, like physically like huge? Physically like jacked. I saw them once live, and the venue had bouncers, and they were bigger than the bouncers. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. fun. Yeah, but they like, that feels like wearing skinny fun. jeans and having like colored big emo hair. It's wild. So I think what's funny about the reason I even bring this up is because. I think it's fascinating that so would you say the agony scene was that the band yeah. that or the Deftones or any of the shit that like would be considered rock metal all that shit right now a lot of people would trace back to the yes, person yes that it's we are so talking about funny. in this podcast what, today how much you could tie like the tree that grew out of that unbelievable is truly amazing and he wasn't even the roots He's not even part, close he's just part of the trunk the, there's like a solid trunk of everything that's rock is this and then after that it's gonna go fucking wild yeah <laughs> i think people who had a problem with the person that we're focusing on today uh back in his heyday would honestly have no choice but to have their brains just explode mid-song now if oh they heard my half of the music God. that was that's on the radio on the radio yes. alone today and not even Imagine, like like clean rock like clean, right. easy Christian. I mean, POD Christian rock, right? Would make them burn their house to the ground. Did you ever see that video of Ben Shapiro listening to uh, WAP? WAP is that right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, right. Let's see. No, but I am priding myself on never having seen a piece of content with him in it, and I'm just gonna try and live the rest of my days with that. That's no fair. idea why people hate him. No idea anything about it. I've just what? heard him talked about enough in the context that I'm like, I'm just don't need to. That's just out of my life. That's insane. Okay. But, you know, that's a man. Either way, that is a person who was of the cult of modern times listening to a song and being like, that is disgusting. You know, like that's that's Ben Shapiro thinking about a song that honestly wasn't wasn't that crazy. All right. It maybe said pussy in it. Whatever. Yeah. Now imagine someone horny. No. Now imagine someone from like 
1951 hearing that song yeah. and being like what's a pussy do they even have <laughs> pussy that you know what i mean yeah and i just think it's so funny to think of like a time traveling hater Wait, they get wet what <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know they could get wet my wife's yeah. always dries out under all the layers she has to take <laughs> off before i beg her to have sex with one time i saw a guy shake his hips on stage and i killed my kids so they wouldn't have to experience the corruption <laughs> Well, on that note, should we start the pod? (laughs) Let's start the fucking pod. You want to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Welcome, everybody, to Burn Your Heroes. This is the podcast where we talk about people from history uh, who were great, who were fan people we love. I've already fucked this intro up. I don't know, whoa, what, happened. I don't know what happened. You know, that's my bad. I threw some bad energy in earlier and I'm shook it all up. Well, uh, <laughs> let me, you know, here's the thing. This is the Burn Your Heroes podcast, all right, where we talk about pop culture, icons throughout history, historical figures, maybe some personal people. Someday, you know, someday I want to talk about my uncle chadwick that's not his name i just threw out a name because i didn't want to say a real uncle but whatever <laughs> we tell you why the people you like the people we like kind of suck and you know what sometimes they're a little bit gray and <gasps> oh my god honestly we do talk about pretty much every other thing besides ben, that as well i just have to interrupt to... you What's up? <laughs> in the middle of you doing a thing we should do each other's parents I tell you a bunch of stuff about my mom and that I'm blind to her faults, and then you burn her on the pot. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to, she has to call in and listen to me tear her apart. You know, <laughs> and I weep. That's like the pod that That's I pretty good. <laughs> You're like, what if we do therapy, but just for just not for by trained professionals? Yeah. Um, yeah, you'd think this many episodes in, I would have the intro down, but I don't. I am one of your co-hosts, Ben. The hitman Katzner. Uh, I was a famed wrestler in the 80s until guess what hit me? Meth. That's right. It actually <laughs> made me. <laughs> it was a bummer for all of us. <laughs> meth dropped an elbow on me from the top turnbuckle, and I just never got back into the ring after that. I remember one uh, guy waiting for you to body slam him, and we found you in the corner hitting that meth pipe again. <laughs> and now I own a flower shop in Wilshire. So with me today, my co-host, the one, the only. I'm Albert Kirshner. By the way, Ben, sobriety suits you. You look great. God bless you. Oh. Um, I'm uh, my pubes are where guitar strings come from. Oh, yeah. Once Wait, a day, you... I pluck six pubes and then they turn them into guitar strings. You see, I have oh. varying thicknesses of pubes, but they all happen to be just the right thickness that if you cut them a certain length, they will make a perfect note. I see. Yeah, I thought you meant they were from like the same. That's a lot. <laughs> Come on. Let, let I thought they were from the, the same region as where like guitar strings. I thought you like no, no, no. got your I... pubes grown and shipped to your crotch from the same area oh, where they found guitar strings. Guitar strings. Yeah. yeah. Like if in the Amazon. Hold them taut and pluck them. They'll sing to you, baby. Yeah. Well, but no, no they grow from me. Oh. Yeah, well, it's an exhausting thing, but I feel like music needs them, so I won't hold back. I'm not withholding. <laughs> we'll suffer for the arts. Well, nuts to you, McGillicuddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> beep beep ribby ribby i got some 30 rock catch lines too <laughs> who are we burning today ben? Uh, the hell oh, are we tearing down? baby sweet jane today we are burning the king quotes heavy quotes of rock and roll <laughs> elvis presley no right? not yeah. elvis i it, love him it's ben, uh, elvis is my hero it's the second uh podcast of black history month for us and i refuse to burn any black people this month so the next best thing is a white person who stole from black people his entire career that's so, gonna feel nice that's, that's gonna feel good yeah you know it's not quite reparations but we're getting there you know we're getting there <laughs> elvis's family if you want to send ben some money please come on just just for uh, hip gyration alone i feel like i, I <laughs> we've, we've earned a little bit of coin you know what i mean like oh oh you came up with that okay yeah yeah i bet <laughs> right um albert what did you 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 i've asked you pre-pod so i'll ask you now well any okay. relationship with him at all Elvis so in high school i lived in the woods and we would go see sex bands yes yeah, so as soon as i turned 14 he turned a liking to me <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> um i would go see bands every weekend with my friends like twice sometimes three times a weekend we would just go see local shows and watch bands just thrash a lot of it emo some of it harder stuff a little bit hardcore here and there and it was local and it was fucking cool and i did it every week and then every time we would see something about elvis in school or something and people would talk about how blown away they were by his raw sexual energy where he would say something i'm a hound dog wink wink when you're like does that mean you're horny yeah right that's my secret word for horny and then right. he would like move his hips and people were like he was so fucking sexual and hardcore on stage every time i would see that it would be like wow people used to be fucking weak this shit sucks <laughs> this shit is <laughs> trash music this, the fact that they still call it rock is embarrassment to music this sure is garbage trash i don't care if it's the forefather of this nonsense i hate it and i'd be like well yeah. he also stole all of it so none of this matters yeah and he's very much not the forefather <laughs> like he's not the inventor even... of rock and roll and thrash That's metal such an interesting thing um i want to see something real quick i just want to see when this person came out i'm thinking of not that she's the, i don't know that she's the for mother of rock and roll either but i'm thinking of sister loretta tharp i think is her name and i'm pretty sure she came out like way before elvis rosetta tharp um yeah she was <laughs> She was born in fucking 1915, and so she was rocking well before Elvis was rocking with, with quotes. By the way, and so everyone she, who's rocking before the 80s is rocking with quotes. 70s, that's sorry. Fair. No, she fucking rips. You got to listen to her. Um, it's 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 definitely got some gospel influence or whatever. You know, sister. But uh, I love um, her famous song. I'm gonna fuck you with my mouth. Okay, oh, she was rocking. <laughs> feels blasphemous yeah. uh but she was famous in the 30s she was doing elvis shit before elvis she was doing rock and roll shit before elvis ever was but she just didn't she didn't do any hip thrusts you know she had a girdle on it was hard to thrust so it's tough to like be horny in that moment but the music fucking thrashed compared to this bullshit so it's it's really as a black person it's kind of frustrating to be like to bring this up and then Still, white people be like, "Yeah, but he like, he like paid him," and it's like, 
Yeah, but they made like a <laughs> fraction of like what he made because he stole he Robin Williams that he like he remixed. Gleefully, gleefully enjoyed America's racism. Yeah, he uh really he at least enjoyed profiting off of it. That's for goddamn sure. Um so maybe really... the drug use was from guilt. Oh, did he do drugs? I didn't come across that in any way. So you're so sassy. Interesting. <laughs> That's sassy, sassy. Interesting. <laughs> um, you know how, yeah, how so, many podcasts it took for me to not bite on that, by the way? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, you famously overdosed. <laughs> I had to really stop uh, myself. We're growing together, and that's what I like about <laughs> us, okay? So I, we used to listen. I really just have a couple Elvis songs stuck in my head, and I don't remember if it's like, be, actually, it's really just one. Um, I don't remember it's because a my bee, family bee, is bee, a boo 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 boo. That's what all of his garbage sounds like to me. <laughs> a bee bop boo boo okay. boo 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 bee dee boo. <laughs> yeah, that song that's stuck in my head. Uh, but I think I used to watch these like old like you can get the hits of the sixties, seventies, and eighties yeah. all for <laughs> the sixteen set, you know, cassette <laughs> classic whatever, all for fourteen thousand dollars. You're like. <laughs> God, if I ever get money, I'm going to buy this shit and show people that I like music, you know? Um, and they had like, you know, they always they always had these people's like hits on them. And Elvis was one that would always pop up. So I'd be up late at night, probably flicking my bean or whatever. Yes. And then like some infomercial would come on and be like Elvis Presley's Blue Moon or whatever. And uh, there's a sign was like, it's Blue Christmas or something. Right. It was like, I had a blue Christmas. So well, that's that a good old timey music guy. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, that's pretty good actually. I, I can see one of those like silver there. microphones. You can just oh like you're kind of like licking it, but you're just not licking the grooves, baby. Yeah. I'll do it on a microphone, but never on a woman I care about. <laughs> uh, Mouth so, off. <laughs> so that I think that would pop up, and that would be like a Christmas song that we would hear a lot. Uh, my my parents just like would play the same. 12 songs over and over again every year i feel like so it'll pop up and so i don't i don't hate that particular song but like (laughs) i didn't really know much about him i'd seen some of the movies and shit later and i was like this nigga sucks he's like bad at acting i don't understand he's not the you know the handsome guy that i guess everyone was telling me he was i didn't really understand so the bar was was so low what Music has really exploded into the bar was so fucking low for so long. Of like, yeah. hey, do you remember words for a minute or two? That's it. You did it. I mean, a lot of music. Uh, music is a lot like sports. Where music is a lot like sports. Where once they let black people be part of it, they really realize what they were missing oh, out on. Shit. The entire we have time. to try now. That sucks. You're like, <laughs> oh, and and you know regardless of race like if you just hold a group out of like this popular thing for long enough they're gonna get good out of spite it doesn't yeah. really matter who you are or whatever it's underdogs like, always rise baby like they will come out firing and then all these old ass you know curmudgeons who are like but i made baby kiss kiss me on the on the cheek under the rose petals that was me you know and they're like yeah well this guy plays six guitars and he killed a sheriff. So <laughs> you're gonna have really to good. step it up a little bit. You're gonna yeah. have to. Doesn't got time for your trite bean flicker tunes anymore. 
So <laughs> it, I, I don't know. Ellis is just that like weird time where I'm like, oh, old people like this. Mm. Old white people mostly like this in a way that I just can't relate to, especially knowing all that we know about them. Quick fact before we jump into anything. Um, no, this is a little guessing game. I don't know. I guess this is just straight up body shaming. How fat do you think Elvis? You know how you know people are like he died on the toilet. I was so fat. <laughs> how much do you think he weighed when he died on the toilet? What what? Two sixty. Two sixty. Okay. So he was three hundred and fifty pounds allegedly. No way. That That's got to be tabloid nonsense. No it could way. Be. It could be. I'm not gonna say it's not. <laughs> but all right. Yeah. By the way, we should put that disclaimer on our podcast. Eighty percent of what we're saying could be tabloid nonsense. It's what are we gonna do our own research? No, please listen. If you're really upset about it, be our intern. Be yeah, our intern. I'm gonna wait for Dr. Fauci to tell me what to believe, and that's how I'll know how heavy Elvis <laughs> was when he kiss died. Kiss him on the neck. The I need Dr. it, Fauci. Um, I'm smooch on the forehead. Did you ever see? This is such a side note, comedy wise. Uh, did you ever see, do you know who Tyler Fisher is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tyler Fisher is this comedian who is not funny, but was good at impressions. Whoa. All right. He was, are you kidding me? With what we just went through before <laughs> that we cut out of this podcast? Oh, this one we're leaving on, okay? Because... Yeah, I'm not um, taking two cuts, by the way. It's no, Super Bowl so Sunday, he got buddy. he got he got notable because he did this really good Bill, it was fine Bill Burr impression, and people were like, "Oh my God, this guy sounds like Bill Burr. It's great." And then, um, oh, I was thinking the wrong person. My bad. Yeah, we can shit all over this guy. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so now he like he did that. That was a little bit pre-pandemic, and then he uh, kind of disappeared, and then pandemic happened, and he's popped back up post-pandemic. He was before his kind of clean cut, whatever. Now full beard, yeah. full anti-vax, like literally rallies on like you know government building steps, being like, "Doctor Fauci wants you to kiss your mother in the mouth, droplets or whatever." <laughs> he does this Fauci impression, and it is for someone who's supposed to be a good impressionist, one of the worst impressions I've ever heard in my life. Wow. But they keep dragging his fucking, you know, COVID riddled corpse up these steps to be like, do your little bits, baby. And he's like <laughs> popping off on like anti-vax Twitter. I don't know. I don't wherever because he has these takes. It's really interesting. First of all, impression comedy is the bebop rock of comedy. Like, great. I'm sure it scared your grandparents, but can it die? <laughs> I do I not like, care I, at all. I like a good impression. I'll be honest. I, I just like it as a form of shit talking. I love like when a friend can nail someone's voice who I think sucks and then they do like they roast them. I like that. I don't I don't need it on my TV influencing my kids. Okay. Do you have a TV? <laughs> Yeah, I have one in my room. We have one in the living room. We are, our house is riddled with TVs. Yeah, I got two TVs in this bitch. Say it again. <laughs> uh, you know, I tried to get rid of a TV. I was like, $10. Anyone, I'll take it to you. And it was generally hard to do. People were like, my life is riddled with TVs. I don't need this shit. We're streaming now, baby. I don't want you. I cut the cord and put my dick where the hole used to be. <laughs> <Whoa>. so... <laughs> I didn't know we were allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, cool. it hurt a lot. It did not feel good. But was it worth it? Should I try it? I'm gonna never try once. It. Don't tell I me. I would say never once. <laughs> no, I'm too late. I'm doing it. <laughs> we didn't even get more channels. I really thought we'd get. More I heard you say it. Now I have to do it. I have to do it. It's done. I got this Prince Albert for nothing. But yeah, I'm doing anyway, it right now. I'm taking out my Prince. And I, I see it. Uh, Get home from a I long just, day at work. Take off your jacket. Take out your Prince Albert. Just sit down. And have a beer. 
that that Dr. Fauci aside was just a way for me to shit on a guy that is annoying me. Um, but but hey, yes. you're in the media. You have that power now. Yeah. Look at me fully in the media. I used to I used to write stories about murderers. And now we're talking about Elvis. Um, anyway, is that sad? Uh, here's not a sad. Did I not know that about you? You used to write stories about murderers? I, I mean, I did like three to five times. Not a big deal. But I used to work in a newspaper. Who cares? It's just like a whole life I lived before I got here, and no one's, no one really cares. No one cares about the life I live here now. So, oh, are you still talking about it? That's cool. <laughs> uh, you sound like the people I used to care about. Okay, so today we're talking about Elvis Presley. I think the yeah. big thing we need to get out of the way is he was a fucking bing bong bing bong. Uh oh, bad boing, news alert. Boing, he pedophile. was a fucking predator. He was a bad guy. In that sense, first and foremost, That's, we know this. What's so funny about this whole thing to me is that people were freaking out about his music and his hip gyrating of like, this is going to poison our youth. And then we're right. just like, ah, all right, now that the show's over, we stop caring. And he's just like, cool, where's your daughter? Right. <laughs> like him off stage was everything they were afraid of. Fine, whatever. Him on stage is like church music it's so wild and they're like oh my god his hips are moving jesus it's so loud in here there is i mean it might make teens how, kiss that's how bad america it was i don't know how to say this it, basically it's a sign of the times because there's so many people i feel like in his era like within his time frame musically who were like also this who are also like old ass men who were predatory against young girls and they were just like yeah but the music is good you know that's that's all part of it. when you're a rock star you get a preteen right and it's like that's why you get into it it's like no that is not this man is troubled and needs to be away from all of these people who happen to be his greatest fans and that's a weird part of the uh, indulgence of that people think is part of this because think of all the stuff we've done just on this podcast, especially musicians. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's I don't musicians. even do the research anymore whenever it's a real person. Because right. I'm just like, first of all, I know what this is going to be. And also, right. I don't want to ruin my Sunday reading about how much of a pedophile Elvis is. Four right. minutes. Four minutes of this, I got like a list of names <laughs> already. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. That's why I would suggest, you know, you maybe you do your research a little earlier in the week and then you have the rest of the week to, oh, to you don't yes. have to worry about That's it. I mean now to pick which day I want to ruin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why but, I want an intern to do all that work for me, ruin their lives. You know, like the the people who work at Facebook for pennies to moderate all the horrible things people try and post on Facebook. I want one yeah. of those. That could be you, but for this podcast. <laughs> and you won't get pennies for it. That'd you like great. our podcast, huh? You want to work for us? You actually lose money doing it. It's yeah. a pretty funny thing. You're going to need uh, more expensive therapy. But, yeah, there was just something about the entertainment industry and the way it was founded where they're like, well, you're, we think you're good at a thing, so I guess that means you can do whatever you want until we decide you can't, and then we will crush you. Yes. So he is very much part of that machine and took full advantage of that. And by that, I mean he took advantage of young girls. I mean, gifting he married... men the treats of flesh has been in every aspect of entertainment. It seems like, yeah, forever. I hate that. And that transition yeah. of like that transition of like, okay, yeah, but can we just now make you rich and famous without you having to fuck people's daughters? Has been like a real struggle for people in the modern age because there's still a bunch of dudes doing it. They're like, I was told if I made a movie with my money, I would right. get these things. And people are like, yeah, but can you just do it like it's a job? It's, it's, I don't know. Sometimes I really think about this. Like, I don't know that human beings were meant 
to um i'm gonna say be on be like center stage but i don't know if that's really what i mean but like like think about like athletes or entertainers who are in arenas with like thousands sometimes like a hundred thousand people that feels unnatural you know what i mean like and i think there's something that just fucks with your brain where if you get to that point the thing the morality that maybe some of the rest of us have not everybody but some of the rest of us have like just melts and you're like well all these people love me so clearly most if not all of what i do is the correct thing to do right so then all these things that are like you you could if you're a shitty person you could argue are like arbitrary you'd be like well what's the difference between 14 and 16 or whatever and you're like i don't know man the difference is i would never ask that question so these people these people just live in that world and because they have so much adoration for all these people they just really fucking slide into their base instincts i think about this a lot i think we're almost seeing like the side effects on overdosing on attention right absolutely and people are like social media is so bad for you i'm like yeah but so is how we've been running you know yes this is the one person who's good at this so we all have to like them like the beatles is whatever people love the beatles music blah 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 great and same with elvis is like if you but like nothing about that is so special that every single person should love it yeah part of me is like you know how in some countries they're like you have to do like mandatory military service or whatever like before you can just be a citizen i think like before you can be famous you have to do like two years of just shit work you know like just absolutely you you still have to hustle you still have to grind you still have to play all these shows you just get like a stipend to live or whatever but you just have to do you have to do the job of like one of your uh most impoverished fans right so like maybe you have to like fucking work a 16-hour shift at a factory somewhere or like you know rip off fish heads at a dock and then and, and then you can i think be you've said you this be. before but i think you should also have to re-up every five years you're like all right now back to another year in the fish head factory sure just so you could stay grounded yeah you're like inside I, every person who is truly crushing it in the entertainment industry should be coming out on twitter every day and be like holy fuck thank you oh my right. god this is crazy right. this is my life hell yeah i'm tired of seeing shit like sean i saw some shit about like sean penn being like men are like ladies now and all this stuff and it's like i sean i haven't thought about you <laughs> yeah. in legitimately <laughs> A decade. Oh, you're not dead? <laughs> cool. Yeah. I guess cool that you're still around. Truly thought you were mulch for animals to shit on, you know, like just bones in a grave somewhere. But oh, now you're back and you have an opinion. You, no, I'm sorry. Your contract's up. You got to go back to work, buddy. I wish we were all gentle men creatures. You know what's nice? When you see another dude, you're not immediately like, do I have to like be worried he's going to get me? Is he going to rob me? Is this guy right. like angry? <laughs> yeah. I want to cuddle puddle with my boys. On everyone around them. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have to be a whole thing. Maybe there's got to be a middle ground, but you sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fuck all my friends, but you know. I didn't say fuck. I said cuddle puddle. Yeah, but that's always leading to something. Yeah, put a finger wherever it needs to be. Okay, so. <laughs> so, yeah, so I just want to get that out of the way first and be like, yes, Elvis is a pedophile, and that is the worst thing about it. Like, yeah. hands down. Yeah. But there, there are oh, we some can talk other about things. other stuff that's bad, but right. also, just so you know, no matter what positive thing we say, he's outwardly. Wait, he I will just... mention while we're on the that subject. Yeah, um, 
I've okay, look, some guy just wrote a book pretty much diving into this. I won't remember his name because I'm illiterate and it's not I don't your job. support books. It's not my job to remember. It's just about to talk about the things I think I read about. Um, and he's talking about one very specifically 14. He like quotes one of his ex lovers who was like, I didn't, he didn't care about me when I was 13, but as soon as I turned 14, whoa, wowzers. Um, yeah. and the other that's, one was that's where he met I, well, side note real quick. Okay, go ahead. She was 14 when they yeah, first yeah. met, he was 24, um, she was 14. Which he met her through her parents, who the dad he served with in the army, served within the military. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> if one of my bros tries to date my daughter, I will kill them. If one of my bros tries to date my son, I will kill them. That's how I, I just. Now. No one dates any of my children. <laughs> I can't imagine going through what you would go through with another man in military training. I don't know if they actually served in like combat together or whatever, but like think of all the emotional fucked up shit that you'd go through. And you're like, that's my brother. That is my brother in arms. I will fucking die for this guy. Oh shit. Priscilla's getting kind of nice over there. That's wild. <laughs> that is an insane so thing. Cruel and criminal. Do you think That's there's like a, a moment where he was like, so you got a boo back home? She has like a picture of his wife. It's like, nice. You guys yes. are going to make a hot kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do think there is a moment. For sure. <laughs> and they were like kind of against it for a while. Like, please don't date this grown man. <laughs> please. And then, I don't know, during the period of him becoming absolutely skull crushingly famous eventually that apparently wore down like all right you can date a guy your father's age fine it's just like what do they talk about so they get you know he picks her up and he's in some shitty limo with like weird faux fur hey, or whatever hey seats. we don't need to take shots at limos come on i said a shitty one so like They're one cool. that you would take to prom or whatever um and then he you know she hops in she's like okay so you know my daddy what was war like is that what the conversation <laughs> is you know like i don't i don't hey, even understand why going? you would want that house school i hope you don't have too much homework tonight it's just fucking insane to me that that's a thing that is real um yeah, and you, you know, show it's up not... with a gaggle of teens and everyone be like well i hope he doesn't play his dirty music that's what scares me about this man <laughs> And this is always tough for me because I am strictly a MILF man. All right. I love yeah. a big MILFy. Put it on me, daddy. DILF. Anybody older. I don't care. You could be even if it's like just a random older animal. I'm like, I like you better than a younger animal. I don't like baby yeah. animals. You I like, like an orangutan with a silver beard. Animals. You're like, all yeah. right. Yeah. You've seen yeah. some stuff. Huh? I used to have a home and now you're in the zoo. <laughs> you've used rocks as tools before. I know what you've done. <laughs> I get it. So like, I just I have no. I've just never really been an intro that interested in like, I hope, and I hope that's not a thing that happens. This isn't like, Oh, I don't know. This might be weird to say, but like, I feel like it's always been portrayed that like once a man gets older, he's, he always likes, you know, like these younger women or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I hope when I get older at the bare minimum, I like when I still am attracted to people in my same age group. If not, hopefully not. I don't want it to be older or younger. <laughs> if I'm like 60, let's just keep it where we're at. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be 30 year olds or 12 year olds. I don't want it to be I'm 100 cool year olds. I don't think I want to. Because be, I like I'm, older people now. And I would hope that when I'm older, people in their 30s would like me. Hmm. I feel like I've lost the thread. I can say that. And I just <laughs> was, you know, 
I would say that shit. 60 is like, 30 is whatever. I don't care. You're an adult. Your brain's fully formed. I don't care. Um, you know, 24 14 is insane. And he should have been in jail already. Yeah, that's that so fucked up. They're like, sorry, we're too busy arresting black guys. You can go ahead and kiss these teen kids I keep seeing. Black guys before. wish they would have been getting arrested at that time. They're like, please arrest us. <laughs> Instead, they're like fucking doing the worst possible things. And then speaking of speaking of horrible things happening to black people, besides all the horrible shit that was happening, Elvis was then just like being like, uh, y'all are cool with me. Mind if I steal all of your music? So he just spent the entire time being like, I'm down. I'm down with all the things you people do. <laughs> but like, you can't be on stage with me or anything. You know, I'll play your music for your, your community. I'll play your music for my community. Then right. Everyone's equal. <laughs> you know how you know that heartfelt gut-wrenching song you wrote about the struggles of being a black man in the south what if i was like yeah that's for me now what if i just do that what if i go i was about to say that's not him that's somebody else uh (laughs) so he he would elvis notoriously would uh glean aka steal from like black creators um a quote from him literally is i never wrote a song in my life uh, I've never even had an idea for a song, which is insane. I kind uh, of love that. That's maybe my favorite <laughs> thing about him is just being open to like music. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I do think we I bet we get back to that place where people are like, oh, yeah, no, I don't do my own music. I someone gives me this beat and then someone else tells me what to say. And I'm just kind of here and I can well, make I, my we were talking I can about make my that, nipples dance a little bit, a little bit you know? before where it's like. So performers like the face of this machine, right? That people want to see, and that part of it is no longer as secretive, and people are just okay with it. Like I want to see Katy Perry do this, right? I'm not concerned with her having to be held up in a cabin for a month, being like, "What right. are you, baby? You're a firecracker? No, no, <laughs> baby, you're a water balloon. God damn it, I can't find it." And then she like yeah. doesn't need the right amount of acid, and she's like, <gasps> she found. It- Back to, yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> it is very much accepted today to not, and that's totally. I have no problem with that. Yeah, you're not actively like when you're having someone you hired, <laughs> right? And it's like a relationship that's found on this idea, not someone who's like, "Look, I wrote a cool song. I'm going to sing." You're like, yes, yes, you yeah. did. I don't have to go to the Library of Congress to find out who wrote these songs. They're on like the fucking <laughs> track titles or whatever. You know, what I mean? that's like, good. That's it's juicy. Totally fine. <laughs> So I, I don't have a problem. So you're calling someone the king of rock. And then he's like, yeah, I don't do any of my own shit. I don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that does bother me. What's more rock and because, roll than being too cool to write music? Right. That's pretty it's rock. Because he could have like put, you know, these unknown black artists on, you know, he could have yeah, like, he could have Dolly like, Parton hey. them. Right. He could have given them full scholarships or whatever. I don't know what you meant by Dolly's Parton. That's what she did recently. Is that what no, there's just like she just like play on stage with this lady who people kept trying to like ban from clubs. And she was like, no, we're going to play together because you can't. Mm-hmm. Just, she's awesome and you should love her. Mm-hmm. That lady, Lady Hitler. Good lady. You, yeah, yeah it, did, it did backfire on her, but it was cool for a minute. Good for you, Dolly Parton. <laughs> Um, but like so for Elvis all shook up don't be cruel return to center I don't know if I know that song but we're all written by Otis Blackwell this black musician and if you listen if you go and look him up um, he sound I mean it sounds just like Elvis I think it's like I'm thinking I think I'm thinking of the right guy there was I'm 
let's pretend I'm pretending I'm thinking of the right guy. If it's not him, there's maybe one other guy who like you listen to it and it's like, holy shit, this guy sounds this is what Elvis is doing. So it's weird just to like take that, be like, no, I love y'all. And then not really ever advance the cause at all. People will say that he was like shining a light on some of the stuff, but it's not shining a light if you push people out of the spotlight as soon as it turns on. You know what I mean? That doesn't yeah. really make sense. I'm shining a light by getting as much cash from this as humanly possible. Right. And then ignoring your plight. <laughs> That's so interesting that because like in high school, I was furious at how much image was a part of music. Sure. Right. And and that was like when it now evolved to like, well, this band is more famous because they're better at wearing jackets. Sure. Than this other band. And that's like the roots of that are just fucking crazy. Yeah, but it's the thing is like when you really drill down, it's like you can only get mad at people. That's we're the problem. We yeah, we're the that. ones who like bands more because they wore a stupid ass yes. fucking jacket on stage rather than right. I there was a band that would come to town every once in a while and they would just dress so fucking regular. And I liked them mm. more at the time because I was being a little little asshole about everything. So I like them so much more because they were just like, yeah, we're just wear shirts and stuff. I don't know. What do you want? From yeah, that's interesting. I couldn't ever really see you taking that kind of stance. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'll fight you in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, uh, that's like a thing that's happening in comedy a lot where you have to be like very where people like really go to the nines dressing up and trying to look as cool myself, you know, as cool as I'm going to ever look. I'll try. I'll put on my stupid denim jacket to go on stage or whatever. Yeah. And I, I really like it when a comic just looks like shit and is super funny, Ben. That's why I like you so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm fine with looking like shit as long as you say I'm also super funny. <laughs> uh, it, it is a it is a thing where you're like, well, it is entertainment and it is, you know, like people do pay money to see some sort of performance. And it's like, OK, I do understand that. But I do think. Ideally, if you want to be perceived as an artist, you know, people will argue whether or not comedy is art or not. I don't care. But yeah, do not um, care. You do. You could call there, it terrorism. I'm still going to enjoy doing it. You would also be. You'd be correct either way. <laughs> uh, so there is a thing where I appreciate personally, like some of the artistry of it. You know what I mean? Like, so that takes more precedent over presentation per se, as far as like what you're wearing, but. I don't know. There is also a thing where it's like, yeah, nobody thinks anybody who dresses like a com- we're, we're not progressive enough as a species to be like, oh, this complete doink looking motherfucker is a- like we still hate. Um, I think people still had a problem with like Bill Gates because he's a fucking it's weird to think of him as this billionaire nerd, you know, like, I think there's a thing there where you're like, this is the guy that's controlling yeah. every decision I've ever made over that's the last why everyone, That's years. why I like Bezos so much. Cause he wears violet yeah, shirts and the leather so jacket cool. sometimes. I, but I, I that think totally like, needs to go back into his shell. <laughs> I think there is a branding thing between, but there's a little difference between like a Gates and an Elon Musk. Like I think people, Elon Musk tapped into a thing. Not it doesn't work for most of us, but like he does have a group of people who are like, no, this motherfucker is the guy. He's taking us to Mars, baby. Look at his leather jacket. He's dating rhymes, you know, like yeah. not anymore. But I don't know. We get tricked by that shit. So I do think there's a little bit of a he gave his child a terrible name. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And that's they're just going to end up being. calling the kid like Bryce or whatever. At home, they're both just exhausted by themselves. Right. <laughs> God, they broke up. 
But I see what you're saying. There's like, okay, so it's also, at the end of the day, it is a show, and there's something to be said yes. for the showmanship aspects yes. of it. It's just funny that the artistry to that for a while was just being white. Like, right. You know, if you can really no... put on your best self out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man, that was great. Where did you think of, actually, the police are pretty chill to me. That's really good. <laughs> Oh, I really uh, love the craftsmanship and you being a white guy. That was sick. Yeah. <laughs> this is hard, a lot of industry there. I don't know. It's show business. I understand. Whatever. That all being said, he uh, notoriously couldn't play guitar. Also, I think <laughs> it was very funny, which is like a thing that happens now, too, where people, they think the guitar, I don't know. They really use it as like armor, basically. They bring it out. They're like, this song has guitar in it. But I'm contractually obligated to tell you that I am not actually playing the guitar. I'm just hit it, you know? <laughs> And I think that's very funny. I do um, like that. That's like a big thing with the Ramones of like, we were trying to be the Beatles, but we never learned how to play mus musical instruments. So all the songs are going to kind of sound like this. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. There is something beautiful to that. I'll give, I'll give credit to, to the Ramones, not to Elvis for some well, reason. There's like, there's a, that's like a cool thing in music where you're like, okay, I don't need you to be good at this. If you can wear it well. Right. Oh yeah. Owning your thing. Like, so if it's if it's shitty, but you're like, yeah, we're just shitty. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Like that. It still I do sounds really cool. Like. Yeah. We're not yeah. inventing new music because I did live when I first moved here. I lived with a bunch of ex Berkeley students who were like really hard in the music scene. Yeah. When we would go see bands. There was none of that. There was like this person tries to play the absolute fuck out of this instrument. Sure. And they're making cool sounding music, but sometimes it's just like exhausting. Yeah, there's so much technicality to it. They're just really going for it. And like, sometimes I want to see a guy play like three power chords for an hour and a half. Fuck Please. yeah, absolutely. Talk about how dads um, are bad. Hey, <laughs> oh, dad's gotta go. Is that the original? <laughs> yeah, that's, my favorite one. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um. Okay, so we did. So Elvis also loved impersonating police officers. That's just a thing. I that's in it's a like book a hobby. That Priscilla wrote, which she that that's how annoying this must have been. That she like was introduced to him at fourteen, and this was like a big thing from the book where she's like, "Yeah, he was, had this weird cop play bullshit." He kept Yo. being into, you know, not she's like she's an interesting person. They she wrote about how like dating him is just doing all like it's just his stuff all the time yeah right yeah, she's not like course. hey we should go do this together it's like all right what are we doing tonight elvis and sometimes i mean sitting in a car while he's going to pretend to arrest someone right <laughs> she's she's like he's like all right i'm gonna pull him over here watch this she's like yeah. elvis who's the child here me or you what are we doing <laughs> God, you put damn. down the club we're gonna go Jesus. we're gonna miss our movie he's making like the siren noise with his mouth he's like wee -oo, wee -oo, wee. he's like that's not even the right siren what are you doing also, you could just be a cop. There are literally no boundaries for me <laughs> keeping you from that. Yeah, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't like celebrities who also like being police officers. I think it's fucking whack. I think it's weird. Shaq does it. I think that's fucking dumb. I don't think you're cool. I don't care how tall you are. If you want to be a cop, you're a fucking nerd to me. Just saying. Anyway, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm gotten with that. As far as uh, someone who now works with everybody who apparently is related to every single fucking cop that's ever existed in the city, I uh, yeah. it's just nice to hear that out loud sometimes when I'm in a truck where I'm like, I want to say this so bad. I think everyone who wants to carry a gun in public is a fucking terrible, <laughs> just, just a burden on everyone around them. I truly, I think it takes a sick worm in your head to think you should have the power of life over death. But yeah, that's cool. That's cool uh, do that. I know so many people growing up who ended up becoming police officers and 
That's scarier. Wow. That's so much scarier. It's wild. You know them. It's, you know them. You know the faults. You know how little they've changed from childhood until passing the cop bar exam or whatever, which I assume is just shooting at a glass bottle out back. Um, <laughs> then, and like God these people, and then like I know a lot of people who were cops, and like <laughs> that's good. That's also, like plan. lost their jobs, like because they were bad police officers. And I was like, yeah, I could have told you that back in art class in 2006. <laughs> you know, our bad. We did very little research on this person. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of uh, give them a gun and let them go. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Vibe around here. Our don't ask, don't tell policy is about whether or not they're qualified for the job. So <laughs> that's where we're at. Um, Side note. This. Oh, go ahead. This is about nothing we've talked about. Kind of. Okay, when I uh, one of these shows I would go to uh, one time we went and saw a hardcore band and they mm-hmm. came out and they did this whole like 10 minute spiel about like, hey, there's a band that's famous around here right now and they're using their status as a band to date younger women and that's fucking garbage and if you like them fuck you and if i see them we're gonna beat the shit out of them and people are like that's a weird way to say hello but all right let's see your music and then uh at their last song they threw out a football into the crowd and they're like whoever has this at the end gets a free shirt because they're like really trying to get us all to get fighty and the show's over i'm like leaning on the stage looking back talking to my friends and this guy's like really mad he didn't get the football and he's like yelling at them and they're taking down their instruments like shut the fuck up we don't care and he's like oh yeah i'll take all of you and i just feel like a kick on my shoulder as like people they just rush off the stage grab this guy run out the back door and you see the whole crowd follow now back side note this is like this is an old two theater movie theater that a Christian organization has opened up as a kind of like a teen center and they let bands play there all the time and they sell Jones soda. And so it has like wholesome vibes, right? That's so I go outside like 10 minutes later, the guy is there bloody as shit talking to this old guy who's he owns the place. Who's like, you know, supposed to be a Christian youth leader or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they just beat the shit out of me. They stomped me on my head. And the guy's like, yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> just That'll out. happen. You know, <laughs> get the hell out. more trouble down by the teen center. Look, we'll give you a uh, 50%. We'll give you a quarter off your 50 cent Jones soda, but you got to get the hell out of here. We rock in this part in this God's house. Teen center is a very triggering term for me. I just, I've decided that right now. I don't know why there's a comedian. You I go don't to teen centers. No, I don't even really think I know what they are, but there was a comedian. I think it's Troy Baxley. And he just, I don't remember what the joke is. But we used to, there's a club back in Minneapolis and he would headline there and he had this like, <laughs> this joke and the punchline was teen center. And then he would call back to it all the time and just say it weird. He'd be like, teen center. Remember? Teen center. Going down to the teen center. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's all I think about when I hear teen center. I think the idea of them is listen, if we give you a place to hang out and do stuff, maybe you won't burn down a bunch of houses, please. Yeah. Or maybe Elvis or R. Kelly will stop by and make you famous. Oh, so you guys gathered them all in one place. Thank you. That's so nice <laughs> so of you. Much. Ooh, you say teen center, they go teen corral. That's what they say. We're going down to the teen oh, ranch to pick oh up. There's an all you can teen buffet down here. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's horrible that enough like, for these us. These people are look. terrible. Let's goof on them. Right. <laughs> it's also a great excuse to make a bunch of fun pedophile jokes. Oh, that's not what I was doing. Is that what you're doing? Oh, was I not supposed to be doing that? Oh, shit. Oh, my bad. Um, real quick. I do want to say 
Elvis is for all the hip thrusting and gyrating and all the bullshit. Uh, mixed reviews on his sexual prowess. Uh, there's this interview from <laughs> Rita, Rita Moreno, who, uh, which is like also, it sucks to always have to come back to this, but like everything we're saying of like, oh, he he always wants to be in charge. He's bad and bad. He's not, like a fraud. Like he, all of this makes perfect sense why he would date so much. Like yeah, so many. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking people. about that, but I wasn't gonna say it. But I'm glad you yeah. did. Yeah, I will. I have true. riffs on it too, and I'm just gonna stomach them and keep going. Let's hold on. Yeah, let's hold on. <laughs> we'll we'll do that in the bonus part of the episode. <laughs> yeah, the X-rated bonus. <laughs> but uh, this Bring lady Rita, after dark. Rita Moreno was on the Wendy Williams show. I remember watching this clip and being like, "This is hilarious." Uh, but Wendy Williams was talking to her about like she'd also she'd fucked Marlon Brando and Elvis, and she's like, "Wendy Williams was like, so which one was better?" And she's like. Oh, basically, she's like, oh, sweetheart, Elvis was a child compared to the master Marlon Brando or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, to get your to posthumously get your dick slandered like that is so funny. And she had no qualms about saying how bad he was, you know, and I'm just like, good for you, lady. I appreciate that. Great. That is great. Just because he does doesn't mean his dick was any good. Right. I mean, we don't have to. You know, when someone's dead, what are we going to we don't have to pretend they're better than they really were. You know what I mean? So he came early and probably had a two inch little schmeckle. So be it. You go wiener schmeckles a lot. I think that's cool. Trying to bring it back. I like saying slapping ham, flicking the bean, schmeckle, peckle, (laughs) slam and clam, slurp your toes, uh, suck your back fat off, uh, smoke the skin off of it, uh, pickled. Uh, Can you imagine if anyone who was mad at Elvis for kind of moving his hips on stage heard a single thing you just said? (laughs) Uh, Pickled herring. There was this absolutely insane comedian in Seattle when I started who wore bands, wore shirts from bands from genres I didn't know existed Mm -hmm. that were just the most graphically violent things you would see just like on T-shirts. Just like mm-hmm. all kind of anime, a lot of like kids being chainsawed to death, a lot of just like horrible, like, oh, look at this monster ripping someone in half and their blood and guts just flying everywhere. And he'd be like, yeah, this is like a band I like. This is the aesthetic their music has. I think it's cool. <laughs> it's just so yeah. funny that like that's that's just like a, a tendril of rock now. <laughs> right. Thanks, Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> the, the places we've gone since this time are insane. And like, it's only going to get more like We're running out of, out of stuff we got to keep getting darker yeah. but also weirder i told you about this before but there's like one of my people one of the first jobs i had was with this uh i was like packing lunches during the summer for summer groups and i worked I with this guy i don't who, know like, that we've ever talked about this before part of this so it'll come back okay. um and when I, the guy who like got me the job would drive me to school every day and he was um he was like two years older than me he's like i love metal music european speed and death metal and at the time, there was these internet communities where you were like, you have to upload 10 gigs of music, and then you can have access to all the music other people have uploaded. And there were just hundreds and hundreds of gigabytes of this very specific European metal. And it got so weird. And he was like, this is one of my favorite bands. They only sing about Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's sure. fucking cool. Just for like, we run, like, we've made it all. All of it's made. And we're going to have to get really fucking weird to find out what's next. Right. It is with metal i always get a little worried in hindsight 
because I would look back and be like, I don't really know all of the things that these people are saying. I hope it's not like kill all black people. Yeah, every time you there's know? like especially they Swedish, in, uh, whatever. In Veep. They do this in Veep where they, oh, they really? go to a show and like this band fucking rocks and then the strobe light turns on and there's just like Nazi flags everywhere. And like ah sure. and I feel like anytime I've seen a like a white supremacist band in a movie or something, I'm like, you know, aesthetically, this is a lot of stuff I would have loved. <laughs> and it's always like and I spent a lot of time in high school listening to bands who are like, I have no idea what they're saying. I just like the of it all. Right. There, there is a, if you're into that, if you're in a particular brand of music, there's a lot of times where you're like, oh, I fully don't know what they're saying. And you just kind of hope for the best. And then if you're proven wrong later, you're like, hey, that happened to some we young ones. This venue in Williamsburg, they were like a bar slash skate shop slash they had like a half pipe in there and they would yeah. throw events and the booker got contacted by like this band similar stuff like oh it's hard metal i don't know i don't know what the fuck they're saying and they're, they're like we want to do a little festival there and they're like all right cool. oh, no. and it was a, like a white nationalist metal festival <laughs> damn it you're like fool you're like, me once shame <laughs> on me once you start seeing the tattoos around or really look you know you see a lot of tattoos you're not specifically looking at all of them but then you're like oh right. this this one weird shape keeps popping out to me <laughs> they start hanging up posters like ah we got caught again you got to do your research, folks. If you're booking any sort of show, if you're booking, uh, you know, maybe even just like Albert Kirshner on a comedy show, just, <laughs> just Google. Just yeah. do a little bit of quick Googling. I'm not going to say you're going to find anything, but I'm not going to promise sure I've you won't. I'm sure i something in this podcast you can take out of context or hell, even keep in context that'll make you not <laughs> yeah, like me as could much. could be the full context of the podcast. Uh, okay, Albert, do you have a scale for Mr. Presley tonight? Yeah, he's at 10. Fuck it. Fuck him forever. Okay. Um, so you're just you're just throwing. Music is bad, and he, you know, he's a fucking pedophile. I don't know. I'm not gonna soften up on him. You softened up he's on Nestle. It. Yeah, yeah child slavery. Yeah, I don't listen to his music still. I'm like, well, you know, I know he's uh, he was just truly a monster, and he stole this from other people. But I just can't stop listening to Hound Dog. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> Um, uh, one is this a is the first world ever time everyone also. who's been good at music has been like not a pedophile. I think that would be great to live in a world where you're like this band fucking shreds and people love this music. Oh, what's the worst thing they've done? Something medium that I could live with. That'd be fine. Sure. Uh, a 10 would be just having to date Elvis as a 14 year old. I think that would be a real burden waiting sure. in the car while he's fake arresting people and then be like, we only see the movies I like, but they're like more childish movies than you would have gone to see. And you're like, all right, this is fucking dumb. We're going to go see Aladdin over and over again. I just love the carpet riding. Bet you do. Um, yeah, when you throw a 10 out there, it really just puts me in a bind, especially since that's yeah, pretty yeah, exactly. sure the first. Now, are you going to be the guy softer on pedophilia Well, it's me? also <laughs> the first 10, I'm pretty sure, we've ever had on this pod, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, listeners, correct well, me if I'm wrong. Well, because the other musicians we've had, you know, and as all musicians do, they've dipped their toe in that realm, but it didn't seem to be such a main thing for them. That's Whereas, insane. That's yeah. for sure not true with other people. When we did the lords of rock or whatever when they all not only the worst than elvis was they were fucking around with people this age they couldn't commit at least elvis could commit you know he, he married, married a fortune well he cheated on her a bunch so i don't know if that oh, commitment well. counts as much with other people that you know those lords of rock at least dated 
around age-wise, even though still dove right into there. Whereas he's had a, had a specific hunger that I will not... I mean, I did give him a way higher number than those guys. But you know what? The scale is fluid. Everything's fluid now. Sorry. It's almost like you just sank the entire podcast with one one cast. You're really sad that I gave him a 10. Only because of the context of which the the 10 is given. I know Um, that you wanted to give him a 1 because of the reason I gave him a 10. But (laughs) I guess we're at odds here. I don't think sleeping with fourteen-year-olds is cool. But then... why do you keep why do you keep doing it so much? Um, <laughs> all right, scale of one to ten, how shitty do I think Elvis is? One being not that shitty, ten being very shitty slash sinking our podcast. Um, I will it's say not, it's done now. It's done. We gave this, a ten. This, we have to quit this, it forever. This is the last episode. Um. My examples of one and ten. So a I, one, I do have to clarify. I'm sorry. I didn't give him a ten because of the sex thing. I just generally don't think his music sounds good. Okay, that is on record. That is the thing that chest. will get you canceled. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one for me, not that bad. Would be um, you are <laughs> you you're. I can't remember his name, but Elvis has got like. A, he's got like a he's got like a handler or whatever right he's got a guy who like would call up these people and be like hey elvis wants to date you or like hey elvis would like to work with you or whatever right hey is your dad around (laughs) hi i'm elvis's impromptu father i'd like to talk to your real daddy uh you care and they wouldn't be answering the phone right so like hey is your kid around yeah (laughs) worthwhile correction to make it even sadder for sure (laughs) I'm that guy, and uh, I work with Elvis early on. I get set up with him. I didn't want to do this, you know. I wasn't happy about it. Yeah, I mean, you're just really I, sad. I needed, I needed the check, and then uh, oh, I start. I get weird. wind. I get wind that Elvis is a phony, weird pedo, and I go, "Hey, man, I'm calling the cops." And also, your music stinks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working with black people, and then I find the black cool elvis who oh, doesn't elvis. hurt people who doesn't hurt anybody and has the best songs ever and ushers in an era of black music to that black people have already known about for years but to white people who are now like oh you know what black people aren't that bad i guess we should stop throwing hoses at them or whatever we're doing and uh really <laughs> you know stop stop stringing them up with rocks or whatever we're doing in this era and you know what we should start treating them like people and I, because I told Elvis he's a weird piece of shit and his music sucks and got him arrested, usher in a new era of racial unity because I did the right thing. And because uh, of you, dubstep hits the country 40 years earlier. Right. That means it's done 40 years sooner. <laughs> uh, so that's a one. I solve racism by telling Elvis he stinks. Okay? A 10 is you have to live in every conversation where white people come up like, you guys are really starting to figure out this music stuff. <laughs> a 10 is I'm the toilet that Elvis died on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Is that a 10 for you? Sounds, I think ten. you fucking love it. Yeah. I've heard what you say. I think a just one is his, you being in the toilet. Elvis died just on. his bloated oh. troll hole. Just Are you mad he died mid me? For hours. <laughs> for hours. Surrounded by donuts. <laughs> cracking my foundation. Never. That toilet's never. 
they didn't keep the toilet, you know. That toilet <laughs> just got thrown out into a scrap heap when it was done. So that's that's a ten, I think, for me. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good ten. And I mean, I, I mean, I guess he gets the, you. Guess he no, gets no, the, no. Give me the one you want, not the one that you legally have to now. Come on, I want to call you a pedophile. <laughs> just i have to stay true to what this is okay you don't have to do I think, anything i want to i think we heart. either retroactively need to give out more tens no or he can't no, be no, a 10. No. we established early on that one person's scale had nothing to do with another person's scale honestly i don't really remember why we yeah that started, started earlier <laughs> um yeah here's the thing he took advantage of women that should be an automatic 10. Or like it, or not just women, but like vulnerable people, that should be an automatic ten. I think it is boring to say that, uh, but I will say yes, he is a ten. Fine, if he hadn't oh, done any of this, <laughs> if he hadn't fucking groomed women, he would be. Um, I mean, he would still be pretty high. A lot of a lot of stealing from black people and passing it off of, as his own shit, which is uh, not cool, as we say in the biz. So I think he would have been for me not talent. So he's not talented. Womanizer. Let's just pretend they weren't fourteen for a second for my second vote. Um, stole from black people. Blah 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 blah. He would be. He would be for sure. He would be like a. Six, probably seven. I should have let you go first. That's yeah, it would have been more. I could have really got you. I could really got you afterwards. Like, well, no, I'm going ten because I am not. I'm sickened by this. You so whatever. I don't. What I guess. The, what is he like? A eight and a half or something? I don't know. But so yeah, I mean, you got to If you're if you're going off of like real terms here, yeah, he's a shitty person for sure for grooming young women specifically. He's a ten. Um, there's just so much other stuff too that also sucks about him that I'm like I really want to shine a light on that. I'm like how he shine yeah, the light. You want to weight the scale people. on that shit rather than have it be dominated by that one thing he did. Because this is, I mean, this is why we kind of avoid people like this is because it is pretty easy to be like, yeah, no, this is a very bad person. So I, I copped out. That was my yeah. big thing today. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, we felt that. Um, it's uh, you know, but it is what it is. We're this is our first unanimous 10 on the podcast uh and that's just Ooh, how it is confetti we did it we did it we won we burned your hero we burned your hero sorry grandma one <laughs> <laughs> yeah come sorry. back next season when i return with a different co-host uh no, i'm just kidding I please do that. go ahead have no. him find someone who could do all of this i would never keep doing this podcast um <laughs> You are. I only my do friend, it to spite you, and I love you. Where can people find you if they want to find you? Hopefully, dead in a gutter with a smile on my face. But otherwise, Better. bopping around Brooklyn. You can find me on the internet. Burn your heroes. You can find me at some random Brooklyn bars doing some cool young shows. I'm mm. hot, young Albert. Young, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Going young all of a sudden. I'm the young right. one. All right. Mm. I date people who like me being young. Mm, interesting. I'm a okay. hairless young boy. Oh, boy. God, I have All so right. much back hair. <laughs> I have yeah. So much back hair. 
that was my big problem. It was like, not that you said something weird. It was that like, no, you're the hairiest person. So mm-hmm. you can't say that. That's totally Please shave my back. Um, Could be a thing. Yeah, I'm a bobbing around. You can find me on the internet, Hot Young Albert. And that's it. That's really it. Ben? Burn your heroes at gmail.com is the email. I checked the email. Nobody emailed us. A lot of a lot in our spam folder we need to dig through. I do want you to know that. Um Ugh. have you been signing us up for a bunch of shit? Yeah, you I just throw that email out whenever I sign up for stuff now. Whenever I get like my my booster, all that shit. Yeah. The There's a lot of like casting, like, hey, you want I heard you wanted to play a cop on Law and Order or some shit. You know, there's a lot of those. Um, you can find me at Shaq Katzner on uh Twitter and Instagram. Uh, don't follow four... his Instagram, let it build up a little first. I have four posts on Instagram. I might do a reel eventually. I almost did a reel the <laughs> other day, didn't do it, but uh, signed up for a TikTok, but I'll never use it. Um, I just want to get everything across platforms just in case I blow up. And by that, I mean physically step <laughs> yeah. on a mine. Just in case someone gets to see a video of Ben exploding and we have a place <laughs> to share sure, it all. I want to make sure that's, you know, tri-platform shareable. <laughs> so um, otherwise, come to my monthly show, Darlings, first Wednesday of every month at Blind Barber in the East Village for New York. Um, hopefully, Blind Barber is such some... a great name for a bar because that would be the scariest thing. I think I've said that before. I don't know that you have. It's a barbershop speakeasy, so it's a very interesting. Oh, good. Thing. He's blind yeah. and drunk. Yeah. Great. He's Come, hammered. Please yeah, put yeah, that yeah. knife against my head. Um, our last show was really good. Our next show will be really good. The show after that will be really good because I am really good at what I do. Um, outside of that, you know, just it's also lit. what he says to the mirror every morning. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh besides all that why don't you just come lick between the crevices of my toes you know maybe put a pickle in my backpack and zip me up you know what i'm talking about daddy